0: now what i love about passion is uh purpose it just gives it that extra like um like you know what i mean like it it confirms that okay my what i'm passionate about it is i am fulfilling something that's bigger than me right mm-hmm. so you have to love you know what you do right but mm-hmm. knowing that there's a greater purpose behind it that you're pushing like that just makes it that much better.
1: Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else. You don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Welcome to the show today, Taquana. I'm glad that you could join our podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So Taquana is a mom starting all over again at 35 with a newborn while also raising a 16-year-old. She juggles her her roles as a mother and as the owner of her business, push forward with purpose. Taquana supports women transitioning into their purpose who feel trapped by their limiting beliefs, fears, and self-doubt. Today, we will be talking about how her mindset has helped her cope with starting back at the beginning again in her motherhood journey and her path to embracing her purpose. (laughs) Taquana, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Same, same. Thank you so much. I'm excited. So I read your bio, but why don't you tell the listeners a bit more about your journey and how you got to be where you are today?
0: Man, um, it's like, where do I start, right? (laughs) I know. Um, (laughs) I would say my most recent transformation has been becoming a mom again after 30. I'm 35 and um, I have a, she'll be four months this Saturday. So that has been a huge transformation, not just for myself, but also for my family as well. (laughs) Um, And I I really found myself in a space where I didn't want to, like, lose myself or get too wrapped up in you know, being, you know, entering motherhood once again. And I didn't want, I also didn't want that to affect the relationship with my partner and I. Um, we wanted to still like, you know, I I was like, I don't want us to be these boring parents. And like, that's all we do. Like all of our dreams and ambitions, we throw them out of the window because we think like we have to, like, we think we have to sacrifice everything about ourselves. And so um, I kind of got stuck in that for a little bit. And at this time I was about six months pregnant. So I don't know what it is when we get in that last trimester when we're like, freaking out like about every little thing (laughs) so I had a little bit of that going on a lot of different worries and um a lot of anxieties just about you know obviously delivery but also like how this is going to really change my life and the lives of everyone else around me and so once I realized that I can use this and embrace it and use it as my advantage to not only just push myself but it's other moms that have to feel this way too, right? So that's where my motivation came in as far as like, okay, like I want to be able to get first, get me out of this funk, but then also how can I use that to help other moms also feel like that they can overcome all of those limiting beliefs and all of those negative thoughts and the self-doubt, like how can I help them to realize that, hey, if, you're, if being a mom is your purpose, then how can you feel fulfilled and satisfied by doing so? Um, and if it's not your purpose and you want something even outside of that, then how do you find the strength and the tools to just help you, you know, push through that so that you can come out on the other side of however you vision your life to be and, and you being able to fulfill that purpose? So that's kind of where it all kind of started for me. (laughs) I'm Uh, curious. I am curious
1: about like 16 years ago when you became a mom, right? How is that different? Because you mentioned like this go around, you were like, I don't want to give up all my dreams and all that. Like, do you feel that when you were, I mean, younger and, and 16 years ago, do you feel that Mm -hmm.
0: you,
1: you didn't have that? Like where you, it wasn't
0: really a worry, like, how uh, it was It different,
1: I'm sure, in a lot yeah,
0: of ways? Yeah, it was, no, it was different for me 16 years ago because I was still a kid. I was 19 years old. So I was 18 when I found out I was pregnant, Then I had my 19th birthday and then delivered her. And at the time, it, you know, I didn't, I was still trying to find, figure myself out. You know, I was, I wasn't your normal, like 18. I was very young minded, very naive, right? So um, I was still a child myself, you know, and trying to raise the child, but everything went into pouring into now I'm a mom. Like first I was just, I was just a high school student, not too long ago. Now I'm a mom. Right. Right. So that was different because I did everything, everything, every thought, every belief, every decision was because of her. And in in the midst of that yes I did have other transformations where I was coming into myself but now in my 30s I'm more like sure of who I am and who I want to be yeah and so it's it's just a very different maturity level like overall emotionally mentally like spiritually even like it's just a different mentality so being you know being pregnant at 35 or 34 going into 35 that I, I just could remember like I don't want to be in that space again where everything was just about my daughter you know and like, not to take that away like I don't regret any of it because it still brought me and, and transformed me to the woman and the mom that I am today but I feel like, man, I I barely just figured myself out. Like i don't want to you know, lose that again. So, it was very, it, it's very very different, you know. And not to take away from other moms that maybe start over, like I I can't be the only one who has like a 16 year gap. I'm gonna right? tell you that in a second. <laughs> So, you know, not to take away from that, but it's like, man, I love being a mom, you know, don't get me wrong. I love it. It is, it is a, it is my purpose. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I'm so blessed and so grateful for the opportunity. And even going through pregnancy this time around was different. I was able to Mm -hmm. appreciate it more. I was able to understand things from a totally different perspective than Mm -hmm. I was when I was 18, 19 years old, you know, Mm -hmm. so. It was a huge, huge transformation for me. So everything about this from the pregnancy, even to my delivery and even to where my life is now, totally, totally different, totally different and just yeah. brought on a fresh new perspective.
1: Right. You had a whole different mindset. So exactly. 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 I actually was 16 when my younger sister was born. So I can relate to your older daughter. Oh see, yes. <laughs> so I um, but my mom, same parents, my, my mom and dad, they had um, we've two in between us. And so it was still okay. 10 years difference between my younger brother and there. So that again was like her starting over. And I remember I was in high school and I had always wanted a little sister, but I had definitely given up on that whole idea. Right. Like probably like <laughs> oh my god this is funny I remember like this is I don't even know how many years ago 30 years ago 30 years ago I was 16 and I um walked into the bank and I remember the teller like I walked in with my mom I'm a high schooler and my mom was like visibly pregnant and the bank teller said I bet you don't even know your parents did it anymore I just remember the (laughs) embarrassment I felt I don't think my mom knows that I remember that, but it made such a mark in my head because I was so embarrassed. But like, and growing up, like, it was always like, I was there. I was there at the birth. Like, I was able to come, I was old enough to be able to be there and witness this whole transformation and like childbirth and all of this thing and the amazingness of like, having this, finally, this baby sister. So I could definitely relate to your older daughter (laughs) and the feelings (laughs) she's going through. But the way you just described really gives me some perspective about what my mom's experience was. Right, right, definitely, definitely. If you need to grab your daughter, go for it. So while Topata's Getting her, getting her baby. Um, you can actually catch Taquana on, an, on let me see, episode, I've got my thing, episode 54. She was one of my featured speakers when we shared our favorite time hacks. And so I brought on some members of the Moms Without Capes community. And so if you want to check out Taquana on episode 54, go check that one out as well. <laughs> Hey mom, short on time, but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty. Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today so let's dive into purpose tell us a little bit more about like what is your purpose and how did you come to
0: discover what that was yeah um so yeah just again I feel like there's we can have different purposes in our our lives obviously and so in different passions that pull us towards something different and um one, I, was, I would say my first love would be just helping kids, helping youth, and, and helping families, and so, um, and I discovered that, I think, as I, when I, when I had my first child, you know, realizing, like, I, I do like this, I like this nurturing, I like this, you know, helping and supporting, and that's just always been a, my nature, even as a child, like, always the one trying to look out to see who needs help you know with something and how i can help so um you know that's a, a one role that i do in fulfilling my purpose of helping youth and, and helping children um and, and that's what i have my nonprofit for and that's the space that i've created to promote mental health and just being able to promote uh awareness that we Go on, you know, sometimes we're in our own bubble that we don't realize how other things are affecting other people, right? So, um, just having that being able to promote that awareness and just promoting mental health that's one part of me. And so, this new found uh, where I feel like I repurposed my purpose I like to say it in that sense is you know when I had my little one and that whole struggling with okay I don't want to lose myself so what do I do and so um how I you know pivoted into this new direction was being able to help moms who also feel like they don't either they either don't know what their purpose is or they know what their purpose is but they don't know the first step into being able to you know fulfill their purpose and to make that transition right so that is, you know, where I am with that. And because I went through those steps on trying to figure out, okay, I know there's something that I can do in this right now. Um, because I felt so strongly about it. I just didn't know the steps. And so I had to give myself the steps, right? I had to figure to figure it out. Yeah. Right. How do I get from point A to point B? Um, And so once I figured that out, I mean, I poured into myself regularly. I journaled, I meditated, I prayed, I listened to different podcasts. I watched YouTube videos. Um, I uh, worked on my personal development. I, Mm -hmm. I discovered, you know, probably late in the game, but I discovered Audible and, you know, started (laughs) getting books on Audible and started listening. Yeah. So I just went through this period and I, I had the time because, like I said, I was six months pregnant. So Mm -hmm. I had plenty of time to pour into myself. And that's what I did. And I came out on the other side having more clarity, having, you know, even more like a fresh perspective and just the confidence and the motivation and the the determination to go out there and put myself out there because I believed that what I figured out on my own that other moms needed this absolutely. you know yeah absolutely so you started an entire business helping other yes. moms
1: do this so yes. us, I know it's a lot more than we can contain in a podcast episode <laughs> but can you give us a general brief overview of how you walk somebody through discovering their or rediscovering
0: their purpose right so um because I help either or, so either you have a purpose and you need to figure out how to get to fulfilling it or you don't. But either way, these steps could help, you know, in any position that you're in. Um, And so um, what I stumbled across through my journey was these 10 stepping stones to discover your purpose. And so I built pretty much my foundation of my program utilizing this system. And because it, you know, I went the way it worked for me, so why wouldn't it work for other moms? And so, um, with these stepping stones, just a general thing, it gives you. Uh, hold on, let me just tell my mom to get the dog because I know that's probably loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's because yeah, the my kids dog's are snoring. Your <laughs> dog. <laughs> the kids Sorry. are playing, so the dog is like trying to play with them. but she's like making so much noise my goodness um hold on
1: I was on a call (laughs) earlier and I was texting my husband upstairs please call our dog he's so loud right
0: (laughs) (laughs) so the 10 stepping stones let me just pull it up um because I don't have it off the top of my head but just briefly just to give like almost a short synopsis uh because it does take work. Like it sounds easy if you're just kind of hearing it for the first time, but it does, it is a process and it only works like when you actually apply the steps. And what I've learned is that sometimes we we want everything easy right we 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 want we want the transformation but then we don't want to do the work you know we want the transformation but then we don't want to make the commitment or you know we don't want to make the investment sometimes either an investment doesn't necessarily mean money like we just don't want to invest the time and the energy right so these 10 stepping stones one is your childhood influences. So that's the first step: is just reflecting a little bit about when you were a child. What were the things that were influencing your influencing your life and in, into the roles that you played in your life? The second one is discovering what your passion and what your interests are. Now, what I love about passion is uh, purpose. It just gives it that extra, like umph. Like you know what I mean? Like it it confirms that okay my, what I'm passionate about, it is, I am fulfilling something that's bigger than me, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to love, you know, what you do, right? But knowing that there's a greater purpose behind it that you're pushing, like, that just makes it that much better, right?
1: Right. And a lot of moms Um, don't even know what it is that they're passionate about. So like, like your first with your first daughter, like you just exactly (laughs) gave it all to her. And exactly. lost yourself because you didn't know what it was that you even were passionate about.
0: Exactly. So that's why it's important to go back and reflect, you know, just as simple as what do I like, you know, what do I like to do? Um, the fourth one is personality. So you get to kind of explore a little bit about who you are, you know, what your temperament is and um, what are your preferences and what are, what are things that help you identify who you are? Um, the fifth one is life changing experiences which is huge like I said having a daughter at 35 like that is a life changing experience right and then I had an emergency c-section with her that is life changing so being able to reflect on those things that um that didn't just that weren't coincidences right I'm a strong believer of everything happens for a reason and so that's where number six comes in because six is about coincidences. So what are those things that were pivoting you along the way the whole time that maybe you didn't realize what was happening right. because we're just going through life, right? We're just raising our kids. We're taking care of our family. So we're not realizing that the things that are happening are indeed intentional, mm-hmm. right? Um, 20, and the 20, seventh 20, one. 20. Right, exactly. 20. <laughs> exactly. The seventh one is, Eliminating limitations. The biggest thing for me was learning to get out of my way, like get out of my own way. We can be our biggest critic. We can be our biggest, uh, I like to say, hater, right? (laughs) Um, And it's like, we need to get out of our own way and just eliminate those things internally in our mind that is causing us to um not be able to push forward and then um number eight is your purpose and really discovering what that is what that looks like and how you can um fulfill it and step into that and the ninth is manifesto which is you're pretty much creating your your i like to say like your mantra like what are your beliefs what are your values and you're kind of putting together all of this based off what you've done in the previous eight steps right if you're the very one is your life story. So number ten is your life story, and that is just rewriting your story. And that's what I had to do. I just I'm the author of my story, and I just as a mom at 35 decided to I can rewrite this. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to go uh, a, a certain way that that isn't beneficial to myself or to my family. Like how can I rewrite this so that it flows with who I am and who I want to be in, in this moment in this time of my life so that's an awesome
1: process and it sounds like it is a lot of journaling a lot of self-reflection and a lot of just getting in touch with who you are
0: yes yes exactly
1: exactly I want to share with you how I can help you get back to feeling like yourself so that you can love yourself and your life as a mom. If you're on the verge of burnout, feeling exhausted and overwhelmed by all the things you have to do, and you're so busy taking care of everyone and everything else that you have zero time for yourself, then listen up. You may have thought that when your babies were out of diapers, you'd have more time for yourself. Then as your kids grew, you thought that when they started school, you'd get back to doing things that you like to do. Well, now you're realizing that it's been way too long and your life has been so focused on taking care of it all that you can't even remember what it is that you like to do. And when you look in the mirror, you barely recognize the woman staring back. Well, I can help you. I know you can do it all. But why is it that trying to do it all is leaving you constantly feeling like you can't? You're trying so hard to keep it together on the outside, yet you're falling apart on the inside. I want to help. I understand what's happening because I've been where you are now. As a clinical therapist, a coach, and a fellow mom who was once drowning under the pressures of what turned out to be my own expectations, I want to share with you the tools and strategies that have helped me to reclaim myself and design a life I wanted to be living. Together, we will recover your sense of self. Imagine making time in your day to not only hear your own thoughts, but to recharge and feel alive. As we work to minimize mom brain, you will absolutely feel more centered and balanced. Right now, you may not even know what it is that you need or want, but soon enough, you will be able to ask for exactly what you need. You'll be able to engage in your own passions and interests without feeling guilty, and you'll find that you can be more present for your children, and who wouldn't want that? Not to mention, you'll finally be able to rest once you learn how to give yourself time and space to do so. Your relationships will improve not only with others, but you'll love who you see in the mirror. Ultimately, you'll feel more confident about yourself and you'll be more willing to dream bigger, leading to a more fulfilled life. But I need you to take the next step. Click on the link in the show notes of today's episode to see what days and times I have available. So that we can see if taking the next step together makes sense. Book a call today to start your journey to reclaiming and loving yourself. What is your favorite way to practice self-care? And what I mean self-care, I mean what is your best way to like your go-to way to recharge and to refill your cup?
0: Oh my goodness. Um I would say, like I said, because I because I, I journal, I mean and I have several different journals, like, like, I really love journaling, I like find little cutesy journals that I find sometimes at Ross, and really writing things out, because it causes you to, to one, to be able to reflect, right, and you're just kind of sitting there, sometimes we have all these ideas, or these thoughts in our head, and it, it journaling allows me to release, and to reflect, and so, um, me being able to take care of myself, Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I even have a journal where I reflect, like, but only spiritual stuff. You know, only my spiritual journey. I reflect in that journal, and I have another journal where it's just personal stuff, and another one where it's just business stuff. You know, <laughs> I mean, it sounds obsessive. I don't recommend, like, you know, I don't push you to have that many journals. But to me, that's how it makes sense. Like, that's how it clicks for me to be able to compartmentalize everything. So, um, so journaling is a good one. Um and I probably shouldn't do this as much, but uh I call it retail therapy. I'm sure we're all familiar with that. Right, right.
1: <laughs> I was
0: curious what you are gonna say when you're like, I shouldn't do this as much. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but to me, that is a form of self-care because guess what? When I buy that dress that I've been looking at. It makes me feel good. I feel confident. I feel, I look, you have to, in order to feel good, sometimes you have to dress up the outside, right? To start making it real. And that's what it, that's what retail therapy does for me. So <laughs> I love it. And that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> you and... <laughs> get to write it. You get to
1: write the story. I'm curious, when, when do you journal? Like what, because with having a newborn and having a teenager and I've got new yeah. teenagers and I know that's a lot of chauffeuring around and orchestrating schedules and all of that. When do
0: you find the time to be able to do things for ah. you? Man, I had to be creative. So (laughs) she still wakes up like for feedings, not as often anymore, but she'll wake up. And sometimes when she wakes up, eats and go back to sleep, I can't go back to sleep. I'm still Mm -hmm. awake. So I'll utilize and take advantage of that time to journal. So I try to reflect in the morning and then in the evening, because in the morning, I'm setting myself up to what is it that I want to do today? what is it that I want to be? What do I want to be for myself? Or what do I, what do I want to be for someone else? Mm-hmm. And then I also reflect on how do I want to feel? Okay. And that is kind of like my process. And in fact, I uh, I created a journal that's available now on my uh, Facebook uh, business page, implementing that same process. So yeah. It works for me. So I'm like, hey, let's bundle it up and and give it to to other moms who need it. So that's that's when I have time when when she's napping or sleeping and I'm up and I can't sleep. I take that as a sign like, okay, I must need to have this time to release and to reflect. And so that's what that's when I'll take the time to do so.
1: That's awesome. And, and listeners, I hope that you're paying attention because when her baby goes to sleep, she doesn't run and start doing laundry and dishes and vacuuming.
0: She Not takes yet.
1: some time <laughs> for herself. <laughs> so goodness <laughs> you, you can make time for yourself. Yeah, You, you know, you're going to fill that time. You can either fill it with doing things that you're going to have to do every single day, or you can take a exactly. few minutes of that time and actually dive into your purpose. Exactly. You Absolutely. remember
0: more about yourself. Yes. I,
1: so what book has greatly influenced
0: or impacted your life? Oh my gosh. So I'm like reading it again, because you know, when you're reading something and you feel like, well, for me, I feel like maybe I missed something. Like I need to go back yes. to that. And well, I'm, it's an audible, so I need to listen to it again. Um, but it is called um, You Are the Girl for the Job and I can't think of the author's name off top of my head, but it was this amazing story. um, This young author, a mom as well. um, Eventually she becomes a mom, but she she is sharing her journey, you know, of her faith and her belief um, as the Christian and not having uh, other like-minded people to connect with her on that level. And then she finds out what her purpose is and then begins to fulfill that. And she, also shares how she suffered with having self-doubt and limiting beliefs and how she began to push through that and was was reminded by her faith that she is the girl for the job you know and so it's just so motivating and it's so encouraging and I man I love it it's really put me in a mind frame of I can do this like if I can be a mom like yeah I can do anything so oh, yes, that that's been a, definitely a hit for me for sure.
1: I'm gonna have to check that one out because I've never heard of that one. A lot of times yes. when I ask that question at the end of the episodes, we've got, you know, atomic habits and uh, like oh, yeah. folks that like are you know that are very popular. Hearing, mm-hmm. And I'll have to look yeah. that one up, that it's my list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So do to you kinda, won't regret it? Where can people, where can listeners find you?
0: Um, I'm on Facebook, so You know, Taquana Lampkins. And I'm on Instagram, just my first name, Taquana. And um, well, I think that's the only place I'm I'm at. I have my business page, which is Push Forward with Purpose. Um, That's a Facebook business page. So, yeah. All right, awesome. I will include all of Taquana's links in the show
1: notes for you. Um, or thank this will be my first one on, on YouTube. So check out the co- or the description for that. And I yes. rise, Taquana, thank you so much for joining you and your daughter. <laughs> and <laughs> I will you. see you soon. Yes, thank you. Take care. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there! Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.